Welcome back, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Wireless Super Podcast. I'm your host, Stephen Chu, and thanks for guys for tuning in. And we got a quick four-story banger for you guys. Um, let's get right into it. Cool. So um, let me get a short introduction, actually, before we get into it. Uh, this one's going to look a little different. I have my camera set up. So for those of you who have been listening to the podcast, which is literally nobody, I haven't gone any place, but that's not the point of this podcast. The point of this podcast is to really give me the opportunity to uh, talk to talk through some things, talk through my ideas. Um, I really do love the NBA and I really want to keep up with it. So this has been kind of my fun journey to keep up with what's happening with the NBA, keeps me on my toes. Um, I'm consistently on Twitter, engaging in different communities, engaging in different conversations about what's happening because I can say that my favorite team, my favorite two teams right now are uh, definitely the Golden State Warriors because that's where I'm from. Shout outs. And then uh, the Portland Trailblazers. So uh, since Golden State have won a couple championships now, since um, I've been watching them for the past couple years, it's really cool to just kind of root for this underdog Gary V style, uh, move on from the winners to really root for the underdogs because they have the grit and the grind. And my favorite current player, my favorite player of all time is Damian Lillard right now. So shout outs to Dame, shout outs to the whole Portland Trailblazer community. Uh, my thoughts are with you right now. Um, definitely with what's going on with the uh, feds and the protests and things like that. So don't know too much about it because I'm here in L.A., uh, but that it, it is what it is. So um, prayers and, and good vibes to you guys. So shout out to everyone in Portland. But um, getting back into it, this one's going to be a little different because I am recording here. Uh, I'm recording with my Canon um, in front of my laptop's screens. Um, you can see the blue light that's glaring off from my computer monitors. I got my mic right in front of me. And then we're still recording this on Adobe. So um, don't know how much I'm going to use of that little rant, but just kind of want to give you the context of what's happening. Uh, This is episode five, July 21st, Tuesday, uh, 4.43 p.m. So cool. Let's let's get into it. Our first story. Our first story is going to be uh, the Timberwolves are up for sale. So the Minnesota Timberwolves are what am I saying? The Minnesota Timberwolves are up for sale. And the biggest story now broke by Shams, who's a reporter that writes for The Guardian and Stadium, said that Kevin Garnett is getting ready to purchase or put a bid in to buy the uh, Timberwolves. And Kevin Garnett, for those who don't know, is a was a great Timberwolf Um some say one of the best of all times uh, for that team, for that franchise. So him putting in a, a bid there is a, it was a really big thing. Plus, he used to be a player, right? So we don't see too many um, players becoming owners as well as uh, a black player becoming an owner. So this is a really interesting story that broke from Shams. Uh, I'm going to pay attention to this because the Timberwolves are an up-and-coming team, right? They got D'Lo. Um, They picked up, well, they have Cat, they let go of Wiggins, so they're going to rebuild, and then now if you have Kevin Garnett, kind of this this magnet of a personality, this person that was arguably one of the greatest power forwards of all times, uh, definitely top five, just 
the ability to move, to shoot, to dribble, um, the tenacity on defense, being able to transition teams and then win uh, a championship with a different team in a different system. And, you know, there's just a lot of things that Kevin Garnett got going for him. So uh, with him putting on the bid, I think it's going to attract a lot of people. And, and I would say on top of everything else that he wants to keep Minnesota. He wants to keep the Timberwolves in Minnesota. So, uh, for everybody out there, whoever's a Timberwolves fans, you gotta love that that he's wants to not only put in money into the franchise, but then uh, keep it there. So we won't have to deal with like a Seattle leaving situation. But with that being said, uh, that that's that. So Kevin Garnett putting in a bid. We don't know where this is gonna go. Um, I have no idea. I'm gonna keep doing some research on it. But literally, uh, him and some investors are really gonna go in. So who knows? Who knows what type of part he's gonna play in it? If he's just gonna be the face. Um, but this is actually Kevin Garnett tweeting about it, and this is what he says. My passion for the Minnesota Timberwolves to be a championship team is well known, but I have a deeper affection for the city of Minneapolis. I once again want to see Minneapolis as a diverse, loving community that I know it is. Wow. Okay. Heard it from the man himself. Um, He is ready to do that. So I'm going to retweet that right now. Spoken. Cool. So he's... KG seems like be serious. I hope he gets the bid. Um, we'll see how this goes. So shout outs to KG, really doing big things. Um, and, you know, Wireless Super Podcast is behind you. So just holler if you need anything. If you need more exposure, hop on KG. More than happy to have you. Um, I guess this is as good as of a time as any as uh, we now have a Zoom account. So for anyone who wants to join a Zoom call with me, um, Please let me know and we can make it happen and you can be on the Wireless Super Podcast. Cool. Okay. So that is the first story. KG prepares to put a bid in for the Timberwolves and Steven, the Wireless Super Podcast, has a Zoom account. Second story of the day is T-Mac, Tracy McGrady, and Jermaine O'Neal starts a sports agency business called 7-1 Sports Agency. So actually, let me fact check that. Uh, I am not 100% sure that is what it's called, uh, but it is definitely called 7-1. So it's spelled seven and then the number one. Um, man, I should have done this beforehand. So... Uh, seven and one sports group and entertainment is what they're going to be officially called but this is it so tracy mcgrady is going to be a co-owner and advisor along with jermaine o'neill starting a sports representation business um i literally have no idea what's going on with the sports um representation business the only thing that i have heard and this is completely left field is gary v who is a business guy and i follow him on social media that he has a sports agency and he represents players and helps them with social media and negotiates contracts i would assume that being a sports agent and being a sports agency you have the ability to network with coaches network with other agents and have the ability to solidify like a massive deal for your player because why else if i was an nba player why would i want to sign with you um unless i knew that you could get the job done or you can get my money so uh being tracy mcgrady and jermaine o'neill um 
great names. I feel like they have the brand and um, as a person, I can't say that I've watched a lot of what Tracy McGrady went a lot. Uh, I can't say that I've uh, seen a lot of Tracy McGrady games. I remember him being on the Rockets and kind of um, ending his career. But in terms of Jermaine O'Neal, you know, not not too much. So um, just that being said, for them to, to be hop into the sports agency business, best of luck to them. I don't know what that entails, but some of the competitors I'd imagine would be Clutch Sports. Um, ran by Rich Paul, and that's LeBron's agency, who's also representing LeBron, Ben Simmons, um, Draymond Green, you know, a lot of players like that, and then other players like um, maybe CAA, Excel Sports, things like that. Um, You know, with that being said, there's more and more guys. The league stays young, so there's definitely opportunity for you to appeal, but it's going to come down to some of the big contracts. Like, what can you say you can do for these players that some of these other firms can't? Um, but again, you know, uh, really cool to see some of these NBA players going into this business, um, really creating more margins, um, creating better competition, and hopefully they can succeed. You know, not everyone is built to be a businessman, um, but, you know, best of luck. And it sounds like Jermaine and McGrady knows what they're doing and wants to learn. So I'm going to keep my eye out on that, just like how KG is going to get into the Timberwolves. Cool. That is your story number two. But with that said, we're going to hop straight into story number three. And story number three is uh, the Portland Trailblazers. And there's nothing more to that. I just want to go over and spend a couple minutes to talk about how strong the Trailblazers are going to be. Because right now it is July 21st. There's going to be exhibition games starting tomorrow. But in less than seven days, the NBA season um, is going to be restarted. So with that being said, after this whole quarantine people have been able to recover and come back and when it comes to the portland trailblazers specifically we're talking about yusuf nurchich and zach collins two big men that the blazers were in deep need of as they continued their run from last year from last season so this season as um, we go through this covid era and we are in this new Season this new restart, this new NBA. Uh, the Portland Trailblazers has Zach Collins and um, Nurkic back. Those are going to be huge for the Blazers. The Blazers have fell out of playoffs contention uh, and barely hanging on to make it into the bubble when they only had CJ Dame and then uh, Hassan Whiteside to start the season. Now, transitioning from the beginning of season to now, we have a fired up Dame, CJ's at full steam right so you can arguably argue you can argue to say that they are the um one of the top three top four uh backcourts in the league if not the best backcourt in the league steph and clay shout outs but they've been hurt but with a fully loaded portland team you have those two guys you have carmelo that's skinny mellow now looking bouncy 
right? And he's now shooting, playing with the team, meshing. He's had an extended period of time to join and re mesh with the team and then um, I I can assume or I hope that they got some more playing time in Uh, yes being self-quarantined and being safe but they probably put more work in and then now as they go into the bubble uh, I'm expecting them to look super strong so those are the three the three uh, in the backcourt we have Carmelo Damon CJ because Carmelo is going to get moved to the three with Zach Collins and Nurkic coming back, you open it up for Whiteside. Whiteside now can be able to really ISO his guy, grab boards, block shots, and having Nurkic and um, Whiteside in the paint, those are going to be towers. How are you going to get past one and the other? Uh, Whiteside's already really good at blocking shots. He's already super tall, and if he becomes and be and continues to play active, it's going to be hard to score the key. Then you combine that with the OG center that was on the team. You can move him to more of a um, a four spot where he can slash, he can pass, he can be at the high post. It's going to be dangerous. And then you loop in Zach Collins and um, the rest of the Trailblazer and the bench team that's got a lot of minutes throughout the season when they were playing. So really excited, really excited for the Trailblazers to come up and really be a problem. Um, I don't expect them to win it all, right? I don't expect them to um, actually, maybe not. Maybe I should just stop it right there. I think they're going to be a force. They're going to be really tough to beat and they're going to be really hard to guard. Uh, I hope that things start to click it's it looks like you know Nurkic and Zach is not new to the team so they know how to play with Dame they know how to play with CJ they've been there and it's just going to be very very interesting to, to see them play so uh, that's your story number three be on the watch out for the Portland Trailblazers because Dame CJ and the whole PDX team uh, is coming hot so there you go that's story number three Okay, last story of the day. The last story of the day is Matisse's vlogs number four. I cut my finger. Uh, number four, vlog number four from inside the bubble. Uh, Matisse Thibel, um, a rookie on the 76ers, continues to be the content king, continues to drop dope stuff. I have not seen it. Uh, that's my disclaimer. I don't know what's going on in the fourth episode, but I imagine it to be really fun, uh, really cool. Another inside look of what's going on in the NBA. Uh, I don't know if it's going to be the same thing. Um, they're quarantined. They're in this NBA bubble. So are they doing random stuff? Are they going fishing? What are they doing? Um and we'll see you in episode four. So that's your update for story number four. Check out Matisse Thibault's uh, vlog. One of the best vlogs in the NBA right now. One of the best vlogs uh, on YouTube. So definitely uh, check that out. Subscribe. He's he's growing like crazy. I can only imagine that it's going to get better. He's going to have more resources. He's going to just be able to, to come up on the game. You know, shout outs to all the vloggers out there. We've been doing it for a little bit. Um, I consider myself a vlogger, but, you know... Um, it is what it is. So shout outs to him. Check out the vlog. I'm going to be watching it later tonight and then I'll catch you guys tomorrow. and We can kind of talk about, you know, what happened and, and what was cool and what was not. So boom, that's a quick one. That's your story. Number four. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching, guys. Um, I'll see you back tomorrow.